Blog Talk Radio. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Welcome to the show. Well, good good evening to each and every one who tuned in this evening, and God bless you. I send blessing from the Lord to each and every one. Uh, as we prepare for November election, and as we get 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 ready to vote, I'm just despondent right now that there are so many. African Americans who are not uh, voting are not getting registered, who haven't registered to vote. Things are getting very crucial for African Americans. Believe it or not, if you listen closely at the news and if you pay close attention to what's going on since 45 have been in office, and it goes back even further last weekend i come into i broke some stuff down at the beginning but also at the end of last week i talked about jane baldwin's book talking about the coming fire and how he led us through the struggle after slavery and brought it up uh, to uh, what we have now systemic racism there have been some progresses that we've made, but at the same time, they're about to start regressing. It's a coming fire. Uh, they're starting to regress. Uh, they're, they're gerrymandering. They're making it where you have no representation, where they draw a line where everybody, they put blacks and whites in certain areas, and knowing that we only make up 13% of the population, that would dilute our vote and we won't have the proper representation so we won't get the things that we need for our communities also the voting right act also is coming up john lewis died fighting for it but all but now they want to roll that back there are so many different uh loopholes you have to jump through to vote it, it made me think about things. It's not like this is bad now, but they're putting polls further away and uh, getting rid of some of the voting polls, and they're moving it, making it harder to vote. I reminded of when they first started allowing blacks to vote, how they would say they would put marbles in the jar, and the test was to say how many marbles was in the jar. I think those who put the marbles in the jar still out the next day couldn't tell you how many marbles they placed in the jar. No other white person could pass it. They gave tests that they could not pass, but yet they you had to take those those tests. There's so many things that's occurred. We watching them trying to roll back our voting rights. There's so many things that's coming up right now. Um, 
right now. And even I was looking at the news, and it was in Ohio that guys are running, and one guy said to the other, and it's true because I spoke with a Caucasian male, and he's an educator, and he admitted to me, I asked why were white folks so enraged with Donald Trump, and he said for the past 20 years, when uh, they said that America would come uh, a, a country of black and brown people. In other words, foreigners that they, not foreigners, but they would no longer be the majority. Uh, the Europeans would no longer be the majority. So that's why we got to take our country back. We're not giving up our country. And there's so many things that we're not watching the fire that's coming up. It's brewing. There are so many things and so many uh, 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 racist groups that's coming up. You know, it's not just the Klan, alt-right, you know, uh, Boogaloo Boys, you name them, white supremacy groups that they're out today. And they're led by Orange Man, and his name is Donald Trump. And if you could tell what's going on by how many, all you have to do is watch his rallies, and you can see how many uh, Caucasians, because they're not white, they're pink, but how many Caucasians that they are, and they're not really pink. They're some pale, funny color. Uh, they're really albinos. But anyway, they follow him with all the rhetoric, and they know what he does, and even these so-called evangelical, white evangelicals that's supposed to believe in Jesus Christ, the teachings of Christ, which they push it in. And I have a Ph.D. in theology now, but I want you to understand white folk that push theology and push the study of God on people, they don't live by the same thing that they teach. They think that they're better than uh, African-Americans. They bag Donald Trump. And this man, if it was ever an antichrist, meaning against Christ, Donald Trump is the man. And I'm not covering up for the Democrats, but blacks have always had to vote for the lesser of the two evil. So I would admonish if those who are listening in tonight, please, sir, please, ma'am, would you please get out and vote? Take someone to uh, the polls with you. We're tired of these Trumpians. We're tired of people lying and covering up, and we're tired of all these racist people that we're facing. In the state that I live in, we're waiting for Alabama to come through with something they're faced with. And that's uh, how many um, congressional seats there are. In Louisiana, blacks have one congressional seat district that's represented. Now, but they make up a third of the population, therefore they should have two seats. But they're fighting against that right now. There are seven, there are 12 individuals on the city council of Baton Rouge. And before Baton Rouge were majority was white, now the whole county, or some people call it county or parish, is majority is black. But now they want to keep the seven five because they could rule and keep the money flowing in their communities where the money was wasn't flowing in the African-American community. So it's so many things that you don't understand, and we should go out and we need to learn to talk about it, the, 
the pastors and the community leaders need to discuss things with people in the community and pass the word, please, sir, please, ma'am, get out and vote because things are really, really uh, getting this imperative, really, really getting heated up. And as time goes, they want to roll things back. But the younger generation, and like I'm going to talk about some history, but I have to say something was going on now. All it seems as though we want to do is listen at some rap music. And I don't have anything against entertainers, but calling our women the B word and the H word and talking about who you're going to kill, that, that's not hitting on nothing. That's a, a bunch of lost individuals that's doing that. You have to be lost if that's all you think life is. Because once you kill, being an African-American, that's, uh, that, that, that's two, two losses. The one that died that's killed, being shot and killed, that person lose their life. And the person do the killing go to prison, like in Louisiana, for life. So there's two individuals, uh, 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 those Europeans that, that, that hate blacks have killed two birds with one stone because they know who you are. But you don't know who you are. You've been kept in the blind. They have this some uh, CRT, critical race theory. Now, I want to reverse that. I want to not reverse it, but I want to say it in the way if you would say it correct. Critical race truth, and that's what CRT should mean, because those things that people want to teach is not a theory. A theory is an unproven fact. I learned that in elementary school, that a theory was just an unproven fact, but it's a fact that Columbus discovered America. It's a fact that blacks were raped and that blacks were beat and worked from sunup to sundown, and that America's economy was based on cotton, whether the South or the North. Cotton, sugar, indigo, and tobacco, and blacks worked it for free for over 300 years. That's just temporary what I'm talking about right now. And, and I want you to understand that you're some of the smartest people in the world, and this is no lie. You have been played on. You have been told that you are dumb. And we're going to get into some things. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back on some things that I've talked about. I mean, we need to pick up some, some books and start reading books by our black author. And we also have white authors that we need to start reading books. You know, we need to, like, uh, I have a friend of mine that when he, he gets in the books, like I say, I do a lot of study and I do a lot of reading and we don't read. But there's so much information, a, 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 a myriad, so much information out today that we can learn from. And then there are even some Caucasians that are speaking out and telling the truth. And I, I, I receive books, like I say, and I get knowledge, and I receive a lot of knowledge from uh, people that know what, I'm, what I, I love to study. And... There's a book, a book that's out say White Too Long, and it's by uh, a, a, a Caucasian, a white guy, and uh, he talks about white supremacy in American Christianity. He talks about it. It's in every facet of our lives, but there are books out, but all we do, and I, I don't like to say it this way because it's not meant to hurt, but it's meant to help. For some odd reason, the things that we do, 
We love football. I love football, but I read. I love basketball, but I read. All we want to do is drink beer, get high, go to a party, and diss each other, talk about one another. It's time that we stop that, and it's time that we teach our children to love their African culture, to love their skin color, to love their hair texture, and to love who they are. And little, and, and tell them the truth that you're raised in a European society that's based on everything that Europeans do. That's why it seems as though they know more than you, in which they don't. You have to study about them. They never have to study about you. And they will lie to you. And I'm going to prove some facts tonight that you've been lied to, that, that the discoverers that came and have the world going the way it's going right now, high technology and things, it didn't come from Europeans. It came from people of color. It came from blacks. It came from Hispanic. It came from Native Americans. It came from chi- people in China. It came from India. It came from all over the globe. It did not, if you read books in school, you've been brainwashed, and that is substance. And I mean exactly what I'm saying. It, you, you've been brainwashed that only Caucasians discovered everything, and that's not true. We know that when it came here, it was almost 70 million Native Americans in America, at what we call America today, with those indigenous people were here, and that they were raped and slaughtered and killed. That's true, but no one, but no, don't teach our children that. That's that's what Caden say. Don't teach it to them. Don't teach it to them. Why so many of our people are walking around looking Caucasian because their grandparents were raped. Don't teach them that stuff. Don't teach them that they worked for free for over 300 years. That would be 17 to 19 trillion dollars. Don't tell them that. They, they, well, we won't pay them reparation. Well, they built America. There's so much that you they don't want you to be their children taught the truth. And that's what CR. That's why even they even banned certain books from being taught. Now, if you want to go and say you're against the LGBT community, that's something that I don't have anything to do with. But do not place being gay along with being black. It's not, we were born this way. We are human beings. We don't think that, that being black don't mean that I'm a man and I think I'm a female. That's something mental, that a person thinks there's something that they're not. And any way they go, I want you to understand closely. Genetically and everything else in which your DNA, they got a female have X and Y chromosome. That makes you a female. A male have two X chromosomes, and that makes you a male. If you're a male and you could cut your thing off, you could nip it, clip it, tuck it under, you still have two X chromosomes, which makes you a male. I don't care if you tie something around your waist to have sex with uh, whatever you do, you still are a female. You have X and Y chromosome. So, but being an African American, you are the original, not African American, but just from Africa. Africa is the origin of mankind. 
This is where the original people came from, and they write about it. But they won't teach it. I, I want us to understand this. Just about every continent you go on, worship God. But the God that they raised is pretty much the same color as they are. But we're the only one that allows somebody to bring a blonde hair, blue-eyed man in that always had you in servitude and tell you that's how your God looked because they want you to look up to them as their gods. And I submit to you tonight, we need to get out and vote. I'm reminded of Baldwin. The upcoming five, he outlined just how horrific things have been all throughout the years and how we made some progress. But now even he even like prophesied, if I would call it from a uh, 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 theological standpoint, he almost prophesied what's coming up. And he's been deceased for a while, but he's saying what's going on. He said what, what the trendy thing was coming up now. We have a, a president that's been accused of rape. Right now, he's going for a deposition about the lady that charged him with rape. Over 25 women have accused him of rape. If that was Bill Cosby went to prison for it. All these blacks are going to prison for it, but Donald Trump, who says you could grab a lady by by her crouch? I'm not gonna say the word he said, but he he don't go anywhere, and he's not the uh, brightest uh, uh, thing on the map either. He's, he's matter of fact, he's he's a he's a really he's a shyster, and you know what he's doing. But he just have so many individuals that's willing to be flunkies for him. I call uh, the Republicans, and I, I pray that they're listening at it, that you're nothing but a bunch of scary flunkies, that you will let a, a man overthrow the country, bring, and I know why, you, why you're bagging him, because uh, he is not trying to do away with the racist practice of America. He's trying to add on and prolong those racist practices. This is Donald J. Trump. You check it out right now. His deposition about rapes that he committed. And he tried to be little lady. Like, now, he's an orange, ugly man, but he says that the lady looks bad. What, like, what would he want to do with this lady? Look at her. Like that—that well, that he wouldn't—he wouldn't even go at anybody like that. That's not true. If anybody—if you didn't have money, no lady wouldn't want you, Mister Donald J. Trump, forty-five. The way—the way you are—you are presented. Then, then you're not very articulate nor uh, smart upstairs. And 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 those who are just tuning in. I wanted to talk about shortly about uh, Baldwin. I spoke pertaining to some about his book and also uh, Why Too Long. But I, I'm going to give you some books that I want you guys to start reading. I, I want you to start learning some things on your own because uh, it, it's important. 
Now I'm going to kind of do it in reverse. I talked about different things about uh, the United States, but I want I want to say this. We say we say the Arabs is our brothers and this, that, and the other. But I want you to understand. You just just go back uh, and you do the math on this. It's been two thousand years from Christ. So fourteen. So if it was fourteen hundred, so uh, say seven hundred years ago. Say five, six, seven, seven hundred years ago, Pope Nicholas and the Catholic Church did the referendum for slavery that forced their views upon the African and indigenous people of America. Now that comes from the Catholic Church. Pope Nicholas the Fifth did it. You have to understand, but before they did that, that was an Arab slave trade that was five, excuse me, not five, but 700 years before uh, the slave trade of the Europeans and came because they're some lazy people. And uh, I pray that my brothers and sisters in Africa who are listening, because one time we had a, a larger audience, uh, one time when I first started off, that was listening in from Africa, that those are listening in, I want you to understand that the Islamic slave trade in Africa started 700 years before the European slave trade. And then they still tried to keep it going on. And I want you to understand that, too, because... I know we're about the European, but the Arabs, are, a whole lot of Arabs are, are no better. Now, I know that there are a whole lot of Arabs that are, are of African descent. They're very dark, and a whole lot of them have a, a, a very, a very, very wealthy uh, and that live over, over in um, Saudi Arabia. I'm sorry about that. But it's important that we understand that. And it's important that we understand that when we look at Egypt, it's time that we stop looking at Egypt as being being Arabs. That's what you see right now in the uh, northern portion of Egypt, which they call Lower Egypt. Upper Egypt would be the southern part. Now, if you go there, even to this very day, they have blacks there that are from Kenya, Nubia, uh, that are there right now today. That looks like the, the uh, those slaves that that came over to the Americas, and who look like us. I say us. Now, see the slave trade uh, in the Arabs. They invaded North Africa, and the first time in the seventh century A.D. after Christ, seven hundred years after Christ the first Arabs in Africa through Egypt. And that's where they've been, you know, through a military genome named Aman Abin Alas. He invaded Egypt uh, 639 A.D. And later on, he went and headed further west to Tanzania, Libya, and other places now. So I just want us to understand that the Catholic Church did come after them. 
And that's and then those are who are brothers and sisters who are Catholic, I want you to understand that the Catholic Church was very, very integral in starting the human trade and and to propagate the things that blacks were uh were, were were not human and that we were three one third human and that we were channel. No other country other than really the in those in Europe had to channel slavery, where they treated people as though, now don't get me wrong, uh, the the uh, Arab people were very, very uh, low down. I'm going to say it. They were low down, too, with what they do, the, with the way that slavery went with these guys. But when America and, and, and the Europeans were so outrageous, and they like to tell us that we are lazy, well, the lazy people that you call lazy built your country for you. Our our ancestors built the country, so evidently it wasn't our people who was lazy, but it's their lazy because they needed someone to build a country for them and someone that was smarter than them to be able to have the knowledge and the fortitude to be able to build those buildings. I I I I'm 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 just one that loves to tell the truth. I love to tell the truth, and if the truth will make you, the truth will set you free. You, the Bible says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It should say make you, not set you free. Because every time I hear that statement, I think about uh, the plight of our ancestors when they were. Uh, set free from slavery and didn't have any way to go. They didn't have any, they didn't have an education to be not, not saying they didn't know how to carry themselves, but they were brought to a country that would have everything was Eurocentric. Now, if you take a person to Europe, they wouldn't be able from Europe. They wouldn't be able to function in Africa because of the culture of Africa. We look down on the culture of people of from Africa. If we go there right now, if I would go to Africa, I would look down on the people because I was raised in a and and this Afro, I mean, this this Eurocentric uh, country where all the culture is European. The culture is European, and so the things that we do. Who's beautiful, and you, and you can relate to it. If you don't look like you have white, uh, if you're not white, you're not beautiful. The darker you are, the ugly you are. The the wider your nose, the ugly you are. The bigger your lips, the ugly you are. The curly your hair is, the ugly you are. All these things were propagated by them because they made the rules to everything. And he who who make the rules, and he who have the money, they rule. And that's what's been going on for years. Because you were not, you were a slave, and you were not counted as being a human being. But whenever they start talking, I want us to start looking up some names and just start getting in the thing. I want us to look up the name Don Johansson and Tom Gray, and you'll find out that. They found what you call Australopithecus, Afro forensic uh, fossil 
skeleton found in 1974, and they call her Lucy. And if you look at it, the age of Lucy would be 3.2 million years. And that's in Africa, in the southern parts of Ethiopia, an African woman. Whatever they're looking from the origin of mankind, you have to understand the study of anthropology is the study of man or mankind. And they want to know where did mankind begin and where did mankind come from. Mankind came from Africa. European scholars, Chinese scholars, all of them know because they came from Africa. They just went through a mutation. That's all it is, a simple mutation. And we, we're going to talk about it. Then I, I would ask you, because a lot of times I just reel stuff off and I don't talk to you. But now, that again, that's, that, that's Donald Johansson. And Tom Gray discovery of Lucy. You could you could you could speak it and uh, you could Google it. Or uh, either you go to Lewis Lewis excuse me Lewis Leakey or his wife Mary Douglas Leakey. These they were uh, British uh, paleontologists and who discovered the uh, fossil proconsul. And now this is a skull that they say was. Looks like a human, but it also uh, looks like a, a ape. And they, and they had this fossil find, what they call the robust Zenzantropus. Now, when you're talking about Zenzantropy or Zenzantropus, you're dealing with South Southern going going to the Eastern Africa, around Tanzania. Now, it's it's it, now it's it's uh. The skull was found in the O.D. guards around Tanzania in East Africa. Now, it's, it's imperative that we understand that they found a whole lot of archaeological and anthropological uh, artifacts were found, fossils of ancestors of apes and humans while excavating in the O.D. guards. Now, when they found these things, they dated back the two print one six million years, the ones that uh, Professor Leakey found. There are other fossils that were even found even later. They found footprints uh, that would equate to or 3.75 million years ago uh, from a volcano eruption. Now, we need to understand this. Some say that Artipithecus, which is 4.4 million years, was much before Lucy. There are so many, and all this is Africa. And and, and it's, it's incumbent upon us to look this stuff up and what Dr. Kemp said, don't, don't just take my word for it. And What's so amazing about it is I'm 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 <coughs> excuse me <coughs> but what I'm telling you is things that they won't teach in school. This come from Europeans that were that know that the origin of mankind came from Africa. 
Look up a name, a fellow named Tim Wise. Do his study and find out what he would tell you. He's Caucasian. He'll tell you the truth. Now, I want us also to to find out about this. The names, like when I give you names, I prefer you to look it up. I'm going to tell you something about the religious belief that you have, too. And I want you to look it up. When I tell you what I ask you, just look it up. <clears throat> okay. If every human being that's living today would trace back their DNA and their maternal inherited a mitochondria DNA within ourselves of all humans, we all have theoretically the common ancestor. And this woman's name was, listen at it, think about it, write it, Mitochondria Eve. Like, you know, in the Bible, they says Adam and Eve. Well, this lady, they, they, they named her Mitochondria Eve. She lived about 200,000 years ago in South Africa, and but she wasn't the first human, but every other female eventually didn't have female offspring to pass down the mitochondria DNA. Now, as a result of this, all humans today can trace their mitochondria DNA back to her. Within her and that of her peers exists all the genetic variation we see in contemporary humans today since Eve time. Everyone, Europeans, people in India, people in China, Japan, uh, the Americas, anywhere you go, the Pacific Islanders, Australia, no matter where you go, every if you test test that DNA, they all came from this African woman, mitochondria Eve. They talks about how different population of humans, you know, that we talk about how they have drifted apart and genetically informed distinct ethnic groups that we see today. And I told you about going to going over to India and, and, and Australia and China and Europe and Scandinavia and, and all in the Pacific Islanders and the Caribbeans and all over the, the continents. And what you find that everyone come from a dark race of people. And to show you just how it happened, I want you to take this name down too. Greg War Mendo. And, and and if you take the name down, if you follow me along and you take these names down, you will be able to look them up and you'll be able to ask me questions and we'll be able to share because I believe that iron sharpens iron. Gregoire Mendel, he was called the father of genetics. Now, you have to understand that he did study, and he studied genes on plants and animals and, and humans, and he came up with that either they were going to come from dominant DNA or ge genetics, genetics were going to be dominant, or they were going to be recessive. Now, I want you to understand this. Gregoire Mendel had three laws, the law of independence or sovereign, the law of, of dominance, and the law of segregation. Now, he had, he was a great botanist, too, 
but he talks about the genetics. And this is a statement that came from a Caucasian, that man that they call Gregor Mendo, uh, who's the father, oh, they call the father genetic. He states that black skin or brown skin come from a dominant gene, that brown eyes come from a dominant gene, that 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 that, that pale skin or albino skin come from recessive genes. He also states that blue eyes come from a recessive gene. Now I want you to understand the genes. That's why you. If, now we have to understand uh, blue eyes uh, come from a mutation, and this is what happened. When it's now, I want you to understand. You can look this up. OCA2 gene, when that is turned off, it produces blue eyes. It's called OCA2 gene. If it when it is turned off in people, which people normally is, is turned on, and majority of people in the world have brown eyes. If you ever pay attention to it. There is not that many people with blue eyes because it's a mutation. It's a genetic mutation. It's called OCA2 gene. When it is turned off, it produces blue eyes. Now, what I want us just to think about, these are mutations what people went through. And he says, and he tells us that. Now, I want us now listen at this closely. The word dominant means superior. Recessive means the lower form. If he say brown skin and dark skin is your dominant because those are the original people, so they call it dominant. And I want you to understand this. You wonder, and whites understand this, you wonder why everything that blacks get into they always outperform white people. I don't care what field that you put blacks into, you outperform white folk. Whenever they let you in the sports or anything, you have outperformed them. And I'm going to show you something that we don't look at, but I'm just going to show you a couple examples of things. The fiber optic wiring that you got this five G gigs and all kind of things they wiring all over the cities and ever all over the cities all over the world they got fiber optic wiring. A black female. The GPS system we have in our cars on our phone could direct us to go to any city, any state, to any address. By a black person, fiber optic now, black person. GPS a black person. Now, when he got ready to go to the moon in 69, before that time, the, the, the be able to calculate the distance, the trajectory and everything that you have to break through the Earth's atmosphere and return back through it, the angle you have to hit to come back through on, on that angle to come back where you don't burn up or bounce off and be forever left in space. You know who did that? They just really about seven years ago made a movie about it called Hidden Figures. Some black women who figured it out on a bulletin board and they had computers that whites could not do it. Oh, you you wanna, wanna want me to talk about it? The typewriter that they had, 
the gas mask. And like I say, I'm not gonna 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 say all the inventions because I'm just gonna name a few. Safety glasses, the elevator, a clothes dryer, air conditioning unit, almanac, and that's very very important. Almanac, it tells it tells tells uh, the different rises and falls of the ocean, the high tide, the low tide, the high. Do you know the full moon? When the plant, when not the plant, when the fish, when not the fish. Okay, the blood plasma bag, the lawnmower, the lube cup, and without a lube cup, you couldn't have a train, a plane, or even car. It, it has to be lubricant, has to all those metal pistons and everything moving in an automobile, uh, train, or whatever, has to have a lube cup. The spark plug, a car can't go anywhere without a spark plug. And where so many... Over 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 four thousand or six close to six thousand years ago, M Hotel them had, had a, a stethoscope. With like when you listen at how a heartbeat. Thermostat control, I said the red light. The electric light bulb. Okay. Now I just wanted to name a, a few things, but now I want us to Go and Google this. I'm gonna see it more than once because I want us to look 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 this up. Because it, 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 you can look it up on your computer, your laptop, or whatever you want to look it up on. It's called hidden DNA discovery only found in Black African people. Hidden DNA discovery only found in Black. African people. I'm going to say it again because I want us to look up things. Don't take what I say. Look it up to find out. Well, and these are not blacks that, that that found it out, that found this information. But it's not. But a whole lot of them don't want to publish it while you pick it up and then start teaching this and showing even white kids, that they're not who their parents have trained them to be to think that they are. They understand what so is a man thinking in his heart, so is he. If they make us believe that we're dumb, we're dumb. Again, that's hidden DNA discovery only found in black African people. Now, I want us to understand that, and who did this is called the American Association for the Advanced Science, a DNA series of genomes. And you can look up the name under Dr. Edward Robinson. Uh, he's the one that brought it up. He found the the, the, the write-ups on this. It, it was supposed to have been a book, to, book, but they did not publish it. it but it's copyrighted, and uh, the hidden DNA discovery only found in black people. It was copyrighted in 1996. But it was supposed to have been a book, and... Their findings made them not uh, publish it. And, and what they did was they found out that uh, the deal with our DNA, how it goes in the sequence and series. Se- sequence would tell people that I'm from the African continent and I may be uh, from uh, Nigeria, Yoruba, uh, Mali, uh, Benin, Benin, uh, Benin, Benin, uh, different places along that way, Angola, uh, 
Tanzania, uh, Mali, places like that, uh, where they would say Ghana. And, you know, they would say, like, uh, I have uh, Eastern Europe, uh, Western European, like Great Britain, and things like that, Dutch, that thing like that, that they found that I had genetically, and I know where the white come in at, you know, as, as through slavery. But uh, that's what your sequence will be able to tell you. And But the series could tell about your intelligence. They found out that a DNA series could tell a person's uh, level of intelligence and uh, what it would do how uh, measure the intelligence, and then what they're saying is have a greater possibility of being a genius. So when they did that report, they know that the closest person, thing, not person, but animals and that with the DNA and things that match with humans all uh, come from the, the, you know, from monkey, the chimp family. So they tested their series to find out their intelligence. They tested a orangutan. Now remember what I'm telling you, the higher the series, the more intelligent the animal or the person. The orangutan had three series. They tested the large gorilla. The gorilla was more intelligent than the orangutan. He had four series. Now, after they tested the gorilla, they said that we are that 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 humans are more closely related to chimpanzees than any other animal. And so, when they tested their series, they were they was above the orangutan. They were above the gorilla. They had five series. Remember, the orangutan have three. The gorilla have four, but the chimpanzee could do so many things and could listen and follow different instructions. Now, they started testing people all over the world to find out their series, and they went to Europe. European was much smarter than any animal. They had six series. Went to China, India, and they went all around the world and they tested people, and they found out that all of them had six series that their four four were intelligent than any chimpanzee, gorilla, orangutan. But one thing about this 15 scientist who wrote this, this copyrighted, this copyrighted, they didn't test Africans. So what they done, they went to Africa. And they tested the West Africa, and they had nine series. They were so high above, they were ranked so highly intelligent above any Caucasian or anyone else. They didn't publish it, but they copyrighted it. And what they call it is called Global Patterns of Disequilibrium. Global Patterns of disequilibrium. Now, 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 this is things about, and the real reason that things are so far like that is because we are actually 
God, we are actually the people that God created first, and he created them in Africa. I'm going to say this, and I want us to understand just what I'm talking about. This is what I need to tell you. If you read your Bible, and remember, I have a PhD in theology. When they say, where was the Garden of Eden located? People always said it was around where a rock is because they used the Euphrates River and they they say the Hidika and they say the Hidika is the Tigris, but that's the Hidika is not the Tigris. Now listen at what I'm gonna say. If you study historians, they will tell you that the that the excuse me, the Guyon River with the Guyon and the Pashon, the Guyon River encompassed the land of Havila, which is Cush which is Ethiopia, the people of the Cushites. And the word Cush means burnt faith. It encompasses means encircles it. And then they say the other one was, that was the guy, now, the guy, and that was the guy on, now the Pishon River encompassed the land of Deja Budi, which is Somaliland, which is Somalia. That means that it was on the African coast, right in the area in which they found Lucy. Remember, I told you Lucy was 3.2 million years old. And they found some in that same area where a volcano had erupted. And they found footprints that would go even further back to almost 4.4 million years. That that they stepped in it and they left a print where the people were walking. Humans. So we wasn't born just yesterday, but the Bible does say it. Now, and I want you, I'm going to say this before I go, 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 go into something. I'm going to give you another name. We've been bowing down to a white Jesus. We've been bowing down to a white Paul, the Apostle Paul. We talking about all the prophets were white and all these people and Jesus lineage and all the kings. Well, the people came from Africa. So they came from Southern Africa. They, wasn't, they didn't leave Africa until uh, 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 70,000 years ago. And when they didn't go into Europe 70,000 years ago, they went in what, what we call, they went in and they went in places like the Middle East, which was North Africa during that time, and then they went over to India and started traveling to China. It wasn't until 40,000 years ago they went into Europe, where around the Ice Age, that's why they're so much lighter skinned than the Chinese, uh, Japanese, or the other people from India because of the way they went. If you look at the... Uh, latitude in which uh, Great Britain and, and Russia and all these other places it is, it's like above Canada. Yeah, I mean, they went up in the snow and the ice age, so they lost their, uh, they, 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 they muta- went through a mutation, they lost melanin. Melanin is the reason why Africans have color, it's uh, called melanin, and a person's supposed to be born with melanin. That's why whites cannot work out in the sun. They get burnt up. They don't have melanin. That protection where God gave the the first man to protect them, they lost that genetic 
went through, they lost that through a mutation. Now, uh, I want us to understand this, and when I'm talking about a mutation, now I want us to understand exactly, and I want us to start looking stuff up, start studying for yourself, because we need to teach our children, and and we need to start waiting just a little uh what they learn at school because they they got books they don't want in libraries because so much information is coming out. Now, uh, I want you to understand what a mutation is. A mutation is a change of a structure of a gene, genome, uh, resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generations. Talk about passed down. Caused by alteration of a single base unit of DNA or deletion insertion or rearrangement of a large section of a gene. Now, when they say a deletion, I mean something that, that passed that people lost when they were born, like instead of the, the race passing on uh, the DNA that, that gives you, they give you melanin, it was deleted from their gene. They say a uh, rearrangement of a large section of gene. Now, watch this. A mutation is ultimately the only way in which new variations enter a species. That is the only way that a new species could enter is a mutation. We're going through it right now. We started off with COVID-19, and we had the Delta strain, which was a mutation or variant. Then when they mutated, and now they're talking about Omicron. And now when you're dealing with mutation, you're talking about a virtually the same thing as a variant. A variant is a form or version of something that differs in some respect from other forms of the same thing or from a standard. The standard human being would mean the standard mean that which was first. The standard human being was black, but they are variant. They are like albinos, and this is the truth. You can look it up. Even some of their own folks will tell you that they are uh, really called themselves albino, a white catfish, albino, a, a, a white a white tiger, albino tiger, a white lion, albino lion. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to prove something to you, that they are a variant, okay? I'm going to show you that they are a variant. There are approximately 7.9 billion people in the world population. White people or European or Caucasian people only make up 11.5% of the population. 850 million out of 7.9 billion people. They're one of the smallest race of people in, in the world. They are. Well, you, when you're looking at things, you're looking at Africa, which is about uh, 1.3 billion. Uh, then India, about 1.345 uh, billion, or a little more than Africa. And it wouldn't be that much more than Africa. And then you're looking at almost three of the billion came from uh from then another about one point uh about two billion come from China. So uh not counting now when I'm counting Africa and I say about one point three 
billion. I'm not talking about now. Listen to what I'm gonna break this down to. I'm not. I'm not talking about the 48 million of African descendants that's in uh, the Caribbean seas, the Caribbean seas. I'm not talking about the about 48 million that you have in America. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the one million. Black Africans in Canada are the 1.5 million that's in Mexico, or the 50 million that's in Brazil, or the 400,000 in Australia, or the 150, 150,000 in, in, in Argentina, or the 8 million in Europe. When you add that up, they would be as large as as India. But that we all all around the world, and that's one of the prophecies of it. Now I want us to understand that. Look up the term L E M B A Limba, L E M B A Limba. Remember that name, and they're gonna say Limba people. You're gonna find out where they are. They're around Zimbabwe in southern Africa, but they are the original Hebrews who fled when the temple fell in A.D. 70. They fled into Africa. And they're very dark. They're African. You say we, you would call them African, but Hebrew were black people too. They were called Negroes. They were black people too. And they look exactly like African people. That was your Hebrew. Duke University of Scientists did a DNA test on the Lemba and found out that they were the tribe of Levi. That means where Moses came from. I'm going to show you something. Watch this. <laughs> they show you something about Hebrews. The Apostle Paul said he was a Hebrew Hebrew. If you read the book of Acts, that's the 21st chapter and the 38th verse, They'll say, they, they told Paul they thought he was either the Egyptian or the Ethiopian that took out 4,000 men on a jungle to go out there to fight. Now, during that time, remember what I'm telling you, it was way after the time of Christ when uh, the Arab people came to Egypt. They were black during that time. time. That's how you was able to hide Jesus there. If you go back, Moses passed for Pharaoh's grandson, and it was black Egypt during that time. It was a thing that was sent out to theology. I'm, that's my that's my major. If you go back, Moses came and stayed at the very same man house and lived in the palace that say kill all the firstborn Hebrews who birthed the birthing stool. Moses, the people were the same color, so you could just bring one of their babies in and raise them. They brought Moses in. That's Bible. Before Moses came in there, Joseph came in, and Joseph was was was, was there. Joseph's brother said he was an Egyptian. That's that that that's about right at five hundred years, or four hundred and some years before Moses. Time, Jesus. One of Jesus' grandparents, although the the uh, Hebrew were black, <sighs> Judah, the one Judah, Judah married Tamar. T- 
came out was uh, the Egyptian or Ethiopian herself. She and then, then returns. Now watch this. Watch this. Tamar. What and her, 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 the way it's stated in the Bible, husband died. They didn't have a son for her to to marry her. So she went around. She veiled herself. The way the spirit of Bible say it almost made her look like. But her father-in-law, since she revealed, didn't know who she was. He gave his signal ring and her staff to have sex with him. He made two babies, Zira and Perez. From Perez came Hezaram. Hezaram had Hezaram had, had, had Solomon. Okay, Solomon married Rahab, the prostitute. They had Boaz. Boaz had, 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 had Jesse. Jesse had King David. Hezaram had Solomon. Yes, yeah, Solomon had Boaz. Boaz, hey, hey, Boaz and the prostitute, and, 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 uh, well, the prostitute where Solomon married Rahab, the supposed to be black prostitute, and then both of them were black then. They had the son Boaz who married Ruth of the Bible. Then came from there came Jesse, and Jesse had King David. So don't let them put no white person up talking about King David. You know, uh, it, it's time that we really start studying it and he who write the narrative make the person be the color. People were not Caucasian in that part of the country during that time. Now they put some people there who they call, all you have to do is look up uh, the mysterious origin of the Eskenized Jews. That means they're from around Russia. They're white folk. They're from around Russia, Caucasian, in that area right there, Ukraine too. Then they got the Khazar. They're from uh, north of of uh, they're up in Europe, they're north of Turkey, and then they got the Serfums. Serfums come from um, they come from Spain and Portugal. They don't belong over in the Holy Land. They are they are just white people that's there that they put there, and they are not they're not born Hebrew. They are converted to Judaism. Do your research. Find it out, but then they turn it, they turn it, since the Bible went up in Europe, they made everybody look like them. Look for the black Madonna, and you'll find out. The earliest picture of the Virgin Mary was a black lady with a black baby, and it's all over Europe, even to this day, especially in Spain and France, even if if you go to to that and find out why this is down in the basement where the Pope go because the Pope go down there to pray. So it's it's like it's it's things that we are we 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 we're looking at and going through right now today and it is putting uh, the breathing the tonight I wanted us to do some research. And and don't let them tell you for one second that Blacks, uh, uh, African, they tell you, well, African only, yeah, we pay so much down by, by, uh, by word of mouth. We, yes, we did. And, and I know, I know that. And I believe that, but I also tell the truth, <coughs> excuse me. I also tell the truth. There's nowhere in the Bible where we were a curse at all. There's nowhere in the Bible that we are cursed. 
But it's time that we uh, uh, learn about these people that they teach you in school who white folks say are so great. They're going to tell you about fear of Plato. You heard about Plato. But Plato, when was Plato educated? He wasn't educated in Greek or Rome. Plato was a student at Washington Temple in Egypt for 11 years. Oh, Aristotle. Oh, that's right. That's the famous uh, uh, philosopher and everything. Another various one who, who taught people in Socrates. Well, Aristotle also learned in Washington Temple. For, he learned, he was studied there from 11 to 13 years in Egypt, black Egypt. Oh, okay, Socrates. This this is where all the knowledge that the Romans and the European got. Oh, Plato, Aristotle, Socrates, he studied at least 15 years at Warsaw Temple. This is where they got their knowledge. They didn't know math. They didn't know science. They didn't know medic, medicine. They didn't know architectural studies. They did not. They didn't know geometry or anything like that. That's where they learned it. Useless, useless, was a student. Two at Warsaw for ten, eleven years from that very same. Oh, Pythagoras! You heard about Pythagoras theories and all these things. He studied that twenty-two years. That's just to name a few. Egypt been keeping records as far back as 4,000 years before Jesus. That means 6,000 years ago. Many Europeans studied in Timbuktu. That's in Mali. The college there, Timbuktu, it was, it was before, before they were going to school in Europe. Now, I want to, Alexander the Great, now listen at this, after Christ, that's right before Christ, about 332 years before Christ. Alexander the Great invaded Egypt, or Kemet, as known, under military power. Uh, now, this very same uh, philosopher, Aristotle, and his fellow Greeks cohort stole the archives of books from Egypt. And then what he done, things that he couldn't disciple or didn't understand, he burned them. Even they burned books from Timbuktu. But there are still 11,000 books in private collections in Niger Republic, 700,000 books recorded history, and many other subjects in the libraries in Timbuktu and Mali. And there are 3,450 handwritten medieval books and 6,000 that survive that surviving in other cities like Walata. Uh, so it, it's important that we understand we've been, been we've been being fed lies because all the, the the news that we get come from the very same people who enslaved our people and who will not tell you the truth because you will find out that you're not dumb that they didn't really invent anything. If you think that that the rockets that they're going up to 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 the moon and shooting and going places, they couldn't go there without the calculation of blacks, and then they couldn't go that far without the the use of a uh, uh, propellant, and that propellant came from China. 
China was the first one to be shooting rockets and fireworks and stuff in there. Gunpowder came from them. So it, it's time that we stop. And then uh, what that C.R. Peterson, uh, he he had, he had they say that he had a car that was built in 1902. B. Ford. He was a black guy. His father would become their father was slave. He just did not too long ago came out of slavery. So it's so much stuff, but it, it called for reading. And I'm going to sort of open it up. I gave you some books that I was reading. I've uh, been reading. I've finished reading it now. But I told you about Baldwin's book, about the coming fight. And I told you about, you know, Why Too Long. Those are different books, but there's about uh, Egyptology and some other things. But it, 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 we need to really study because there's so much stuff coming out, and there's so much stuff that other Caucasians have written that they that they you're written. But if you read them, you'll be surprised of uh, what they've learned, and they write it down, but they won't teach it that you will learn for yourself who you are. I'm going to go ahead and stop here. We're going to open the line up for any questions. But if anybody want to share. Amen. Get Dr. Kim for a powerful show. History Talk, Breaking Change, right here on YAT Radio. Uh, the lines are open. Uh, welcome to the show. You're live on the air with uh, Dr. LaVert Kemp with History Talk. Welcome to the show. Good evening. Lines are open. If anyone would like to speak with Dr. Kim, bring a comment, a statement, or anything you'd like to bring to History Talk, the lines are open. Uh, yeah, good evening, Dr. Kim. Good evening. Uh, I, I really did appreciate uh, uh, the books that you mentioned, uh, Baldwin's book and uh, also, white too long. <clears throat> Sometimes what we uh, we fail to do, and you do a you do a darn good job of doing it, is passing information on. But it, it's also incumbent on all of us that when you share these book titles with us, that we take the time to go and do the reading and do the research ourselves, so that we can pass it on to other folks who who aren't doing it. And also, I want to thank you so very much for uh, opening the show by by talking about how important it is that we go vote, because sometimes we uh, we don't encourage each other to go vote. So thank you for the the books that you mentioned, and also for encouraging us to go vote. Thanks again. Uh, God bless you. Uh, it's people like you that continue to inspire me. If people like you, uh, I know you are like you who inspire me. If people like you that will come to me and tell me about different books that I need to pick up. If people like you that give me a book. And people don't understand, so many folk don't understand. When a person gives you a gift, you utilize that gift. And you can learn so much just by uh, going through a book, so much knowledge that so many people have so much more knowledge than I have. And I, 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 I study their books, and when I study their books, 
they impart knowledge to me. And there's so many people that really need to learn who they are because until we can never move forward until we learn who we are, we're going around talking about rap music and killing one another. That's not who you were. You don't hear about all that type of crime in Africa. They don't. They have crime, but it's not like it is here. Uh, I want to say this. What race of people go all around the world? Do the Africans go around and try to conquer uh, Kuwait? Uh, 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 all the African people coming together trying to conquer Europe? Are they going trying to conquer America, Canada, Australia? Only only Caucasians go around and do it. Have you ever thought about that? They're the only race of people that everywhere they go, they want to colonize and make people live the way that they live. And they go and what it is, people are so peaceful. People are, are blind to them coming in. And the next thing, they're taking over your country because they have you by gunprint. And it's the most savage race of people that come out of Europe. But they blame Native Americans were savages. But the Native American was the one that 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 was the savagery was uh perpetrated upon them. Uh the savagery was perpetrated upon West Africans and other Africans that they brought from other parts of Africa. Now and it's true that we sold some of our people into slavery, but they don't now they're trying to put easy and make it don't look as bad, but they went inland and raided villages themselves and they didn't have to pay for anything. They would just go with guns and raid village and kidnap people and walk them to the show. But what, what they write in their books and try to write it, your own people. Yeah, your own people did do it. But the old people during that time, and I'm glad for movies like uh, The Woman King came out because they showed that they were trading slaves, but they had slaves and how how they treated the ones that they captured. They could become part, if they went for their army, they could be a citizen. One matter of fact, one of them was a king. He had been, he, he had been captured and brought there as a slave. So you could earn your way in, but they didn't know that the people that they were, uh, were were selling into slavery. They thought it was like the African slave thing until they were getting them to 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 the ship before they put them on the ship. And who was getting those slaves? The amount that who they were getting them, they would brand them on their buttocks that they you going this way, you going that way, because uh, they who they was for. Now, the who they because they would take orders, but they were really going raiding them villages themselves and not paying Africans for anything because they had the guns. So they raided the village. So never allow them to tell you that that lie that like only Africans sold Africans. That's not true. And they got so many Africans and more Africans went to South America than came to the Americas. They have some African people in South America, Mexico, and I didn't talk about the old Meg people been in Mexico, Mexo-America, uh, all in the Caribbean and the Caribbean people, the West Indies. You talk, you 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 talk about Hispaniola, 
And you talking about Puerto Rico? You talking about all? I, you talking about Trinity? All of that. That's black. But it's time that we talk about how great a people we are and just how we can excel. I thank you. Anybody else have any questions uh, or anything they left? left? You want to just share something? Speak up, because I know you got more than just one person on the line. But for some reason, and we tune in and we are shy to ask. I know a lot of people uh, that tune in just tune in to listen. But sometimes it's good to ask a question or just to share. Uh, if you want to learn uh, the spelling of mitochondria or whatever, uh, I'll do that for you. The line is still open. Amen, amen. Uh, there's some people here, Pastor. I guess they just don't want to talk tonight, so uh my yours. Well, again, uh, well, those who are tuned in, well, just remember, I always leave you with these words. Yeah. The, the thing I like to tell you, the only dumb question is one not asked. I want you to learn about yourself. And those, if there are any um, Caucasians who are listening, it's not meant to hurt you, but it's meant to tell the truth. I don't think bad of I do. I, I put it this way. I resent the lies that have been taught. I resent the treatment that, that goes on in America. I resent those things. I dislike them. I don't have hate for people, but I resent being mistreated. I resent lies. I resent the way things are moving, I dislike it. And I would stand up and tell it. And I would, would like to spread the word to the African-American community to give up the crime and learn and become entrepreneurs and, and, and build your own community. Stop waiting for somebody else to do something for you and try to get out and do some things on, on our own because if they haven't did anything, really did much for us in 500 years, they're not going to do it now, you know, over 500. Because I know people say it, uh, they try to say that, that slavery started in 1619. They had African slaves in the 1500s in America. They had Africans that were in America in the 1400s because of one of the ones that engineered for, uh, I forgot his name now, but he was the one that 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 was able to, because Africans had already been coming to like what we call uh, 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 Haiti and uh, what you call them on the other side, uh, Hispaniola, where, uh, but they came and found blacks there when Columbus came in in 1492. Before then, blacks had been traveling that way, and it took a black African. They show them how to deal with the stirring to get there and to come to to America out of the Isles of America. So let us research and find out. I was reading something about that just the other night when they had uh well, you know every around the twelve days they Columbus Day and things like that and right around that time they brought the guy's name up. He was an African, but he was able to, to show them how to navigate the currents to get to the eye. So 
it, it's, it's very important that we understand that. Uh, wanted to ask our again. I just wanted to ask uh, Reverend Williams, Pastor Williams, did he have anything he would like to add before I, I take us away? Just lead us out and to pray and to uh, just wish everybody well. Pastor William to me is a great man who has many ministries. He come on different times uh, all through the week. He's on. And question and answer periods and sharing, whether it's biblical or just the way people are living in society today, to motivate and inspire us to do better. And that's what I love about the brother. He did, He's really, really dedicated to his people. And, uh, I just want to say this, Brother Joe, I love you. You are a very bright man. Uh, you're a very intelligent man. You're, you're world-traveled. You're very well-studied. And when I say iron sharpen iron, I mean that. Thankful for books that you buy and give me. I'm thankful that you're proud that who I am and what I stand for. A lot of people don't know what I stand for, but you do. You see me through life and seeing how I stand up to people and how I speak out. So I'm I'm, I'm just elated to uh, have you here with, come on at, 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 at different times and just say thank you and much love to you. Um, Pastor, you have something you wanted to say before we uh, leave there. God bless you, Dr. Kim. Thank you very much. I uh, just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, just, just you know, take the time to learn about yourself. Uh, study your history. Uh, your identity is very important. And let's come together as a people. Unity has power. There's power in unity. Uh, I want to continue to say uh, January the 1st through January the 7th, 2023, that's our most spin week. Uh, we need to make some kind of impact. And, uh, you know, Sometimes silent and sitting down doing nothing uh, makes a powerful impact uh, uh, on certain things. So uh, prepare yourselves for that week. Uh, you know, buy everything that you need that will get you and your family through a week. Go to work, get your gas, because we're not spending no money for a whole week. I'm serious about that. You know, we, we, we are who we are, and we are who God says we are. God bless you, Dr. Kim, Brother Joe. Uh, God bless everybody. Back to you, sir. Yes, sir. Well, again, uh, thank you, Pastor Williams, and thank you, Brother Joe, for the knowledge that you impart and the part that you play in keeping me informed on a lot of things. And I, I appreciate. I really appreciate you. And now we now, I want to just say, God bless each and every one who tuned in, and. I'm going to do a prayer for the betterment of the world and the betterment of our people. Heavenly Father, we come in the matchless name of Jesus. First, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for my rising up this morning and my coming in this evening. Now, Lord, I ask, Lord, that you would bless Brother Joe and Pastor uh, William, that you would bless all those who tuned in, whether you had something to share, whether you just 
was there to receive some knowledge about yourself. And, Lord, even if it was those who were angry with me for sharing this, bless them, give them a part of this prayer because I only told the truth. That's why I gave information and spelled different words that we might could go and look it up, what I'm saying, and saying it's true because it was written by Caucasians. Some of them written by Caucasians themselves. So now, Lord, I, I just thank you, Lord. I pray for peace in the world. I pray for understanding. I pray people understand that with with you, Lord, that you're no respect of a person, that you don't care what color we are. You don't care where we live. We don't care, care what language you speak. You love all of us. We are the creation of your hand. We're your handmade creation, Lord, trying to do the right work, trying to show love and compassion to all the world. But to tell the truth and to try to reach out to our people who've been sent and put in this country that's being discriminated against, systemic racism, lies have been perpetrated against us and have every race afraid of us and and, and incarcerating our children at alarming rate. But, Lord, I know you have power over everything. Now, Lord, as we prepare to leave this station, we pray we never leave for you, far from your presence. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, with the love of God, and the sweet, sweet communion of your Holy Spirit, rest and abide with us henceforth and forevermore. And all God's children said, amen, amen. I love everybody, black, white, rich, or poor, and there's nothing you can do about it. Much love. We're out. People, I love you. We're a family. Yeah, you and me. Hey, we'll make it through it all. No matter what the cost. We're a family. Yeah, you and me. Hey, we'll make it through the pain, the rain, and all the trouble by ourselves.
But we need to learn to love each other Have a peaceful word to say Have a peaceful place for kids to run Yeah, you and me, hey We'll make do it all No matter what the cost We're family Yeah, you and me, hey We'll make it through the pain and rain And all the trouble by ourselves People, I love you. My people, I love. I love you, my people. I love my you, my people. people. I feel you, my people. I feel you, my people. God bless and thanks for listening to Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Listen every night as we live stream on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash YAT Radio. Or call in live 858-357-9137. Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.